This week on Media Delta, the 1991 The Addams Family movie. When it comes to reimaginings of classic TV properties, you can't touch this. Hello and welcome to another uh, Halloween-ish or Halloween season episode of Media Delta. Um, today, well, last time, last two ones we've actually done have been kind of like horror movies in the you know the old sense. We got you know an actual horror movie, Sweet Home, and you got a kind of horror thriller in the sense of Jaws. This one we have a Halloween movie that's in a much more lighthearted, you know, light, much more lighthearted affair. Um, so uh, we're talking about the Adams family today, uh, which saying just that could mean a lot of things. Um, Adams family originally started apparently in, as a kind of a kind of not a comic strip, but it was like a cartoon kind of series uh, dating back actually to the '30s um, by Charles Adams. And that those cartoons kind of turned into uh, probably one of the more popular versions of this was a uh, TV series in the 60s uh, starring John Aston. And I forgot who played Morticia, but uh, yeah, uh, that's probably one of the more well-known um, versions of the Adams Family. Uh, Carolyn Jones was the person who played Morticia. Um, but the other one that a lot of people are familiar, especially people who are um, at least around the age group of me, uh, but also it's one of the, well, not the most recent, but it's one of the more recent things, which was a 1991 uh, movie uh, that was directed by Barry Summerfield uh, that uh, starred, uh, let's see, we got, of course, Raul Julia as Gomez, and we got uh, Angelica Houston as, or is it Houston or Huston? Not Houston. Houston. I, I just you see a word and just some. I was like, it really pronounced like that. But yeah. Um. And yeah, I am not the only one who watches. So please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm X, and I'm here to be kooky. Or Steph Master Seven Eighty. I'm Torpid Typist, and I'm here for healthy familial relationships. Yes. Um. Because yeah, the uh, Adams family is kind of. If you're not familiar with what the Adams family is. It is basically uh, a look at a, you know, a family uh, with the kind of parents being um, Gomez and Morticia Adams, uh, who, let's see, well, you got Gomez and Morticia, you have the kids Pugsley and Wednesday, uh, you have the pet, question mark, it, or no, not it, thing, um, and uh you have the butler Lurch, and of course you have Uncle Fester, also Granny. Granny's also in the. Um, but the thing is, is that uh, rather than being this quote-unquote idyllic view, it's they're all like spooky and like really into like macabre stuff, and it's kind of that's kind of the joke of it. Um, but it's still a pretty, I guess. You, you figure something like that might get kind of old, but it actually doesn't like this movie will kind of get into it but you know it, they've managed to actually make uh interesting interesting things with that uh kind of premise basically also because of the fact that gomez and morticia are practically the ideal couple mm -hmm. like they are the kind of like they are probably the best portrayed like ideal of a couple period um like or that like or one of uh because it's great because you got stuff like uh like if you think about all those family sitcoms where it's like like or i should say like recent ones where it's all like you know but the mother and father are always at odds but no uh even after all these years uh gomez and morticia are still madly in love and it's actually kind of refreshing to see something like that also, neither of them are treated as idiots or lesser in the relationship or anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's also pretty good. Um, so, yeah, uh, this one, uh, basically, it's it seems like in this one, I can't remember if there is a thing about the old TV series. I'm just not remembering. But uh, basically, the plot of it is that Uncle Fester has kind of gone away. Um, and basically, after a feud with Gomez. 
and they're trying to bring him back and due to an event happened that basically is like oh he might have come back um but that's kind of the gist of this movie and then things happen along the way um so i guess i guess really what i should do is trying to start yeah kind of stop dawdling and actually you know get to the questions um so uh we are going to do our normal questions uh so ax um what did you think of this movie i mean i love this movie this movie is fucking fantastic and i i've seen it a number i actually watched it while i was on vacation uh because it was on uh on demand uh and i could easily watch this movie a a hundred more times it's it just never gets old. It never stops being amusing. Uh, it's got a charm to it uh, in the face of all the macabre stuff going on. Um, and just the simple fact that it's, it's like Torpid said, healthy family dynamics. You know, the, it's, uh, we'll talk a bit more about that in the uh, next question. But uh, overall, just this is a really great movie. And I, I enjoy I enjoy watching it. I'm glad we got a chance to uh, pick it out for uh, Media Delta. All right. Uh, is there anything that you want in to particular to kind of bring to focus? Um, really, just how well the characters are all acted. Like, just everybody everybody in this movie does such a really good job with their with their roles, from the, the main cast to the the supporting cast. Just everybody seems to really gel, not just with their character, but with the other characters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is, this cast is actually, like, it's... No one really, like, in here, I would say, is, like, super huge. Except for, I think Christopher Lloyd's probably the most famous person in this list. Um, uh, but, well, I would say at the time, because it's actually kind of funny... Uh, that ah. in this movie, uh, Christina Ricci, a very young Christina Ricci, is actually the person who plays Wednesday Adams. Because uh, it was great because I was watching this and I was thinking, oh, this the actress that plays Wednesday is really good. I wonder if she's been in anything else. And I'm like, oh, right. What big what was actors? But there's also Raul Julia. Well, there is Raul Julia, of course, but I I don't know how big of a name he was. At that, He's but a pretty then he, recognizable name. Okay, yeah, you're right this time. Uh, I might just. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's probably because I hadn't really seen him in anything else. But uh, yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah, that's because now I think, but largely before your time. That is also, I think, wasn't he like theater before he did movies, or am I just completely ignorant of that? No, I might theater. Yeah, I think I'm, that also is probably a blind spot in my uh, thing. But yeah, um, yeah, there's, of course, Raul Julia, who almost like in Street Fighter kind of not quite steals the show, but he really makes it something. Um, I am kind of partial to the John Aston Gomez, but Raul, Raul Julia's is very closely second. Does an absolutely fantastic job. Um, and yeah, also, this is another role that Dan Hedaya uh, plays the same exact character he plays in everything else. Um, the guy who plays the uh, lawyer, who is just a complete slime ball as he is in everything that he does. I just, I just love that he manages to get his wife stolen by cousin it. Yeah, it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, but yeah, every like even like the kind of. You know, like we mentioned, Christina Ricci. I uh, think this wasn't her first role, but it was one of her first. Well, let me let me double check that. Time um, to learn. So it, this was her fifth role, um, as like her fifth acting role in like the like she started in 1990 and this was 1991. So yeah, very young Christina Ricci and did a really good job. And to be fair, this was I'm pretty sure her biggest part uh, to date. At that, that point, at that point. Oh, at that point, because the only other thing, like... It was a TV show, a short... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of Mermaids or The Hard Way. Um, but, yeah, like, the actors in this movie are really good. 
Um, and it's it's kind of actually funny because, you know, like Christopher Lloyd is in this as Uncle Fester. And it's actually surprising to see his character almost be like one of the least like he's definitely hammy in this movie, but it almost seems like he like Christopher Lloyd is always the kind of the more animated character of the cast. But in this movie, he's actually more subdued than a lot of some of the other actors. To be fair, it's a slow ramp for him to. Yeah. Um, because like um, Angelica Houston as uh, Morticia, like she's obviously like not animated if you're familiar with the Adams family, but she does her like Morticia so well that it's like there is a subdued power to her performance. It's a, it's a very subtle, but very evocative performance. Like she doesn't need to be as you know pop out like Fester is to really make an impression. Like her, her, her entire thing to fester about how the Adams family wreak vengeance on anybody who, who crosses them. It's just, it's beautiful. It, it's, you, you don't want to mess with Morticia, and you can tell just, just from the way she carries herself. Yeah, it, it's really good. Um, uh, and yeah, like I think that's kind of the. Also, it's great to have because it's like you know. A lot of like, especially movies that are based on these kind of things where they have, quote unquote, the pet um, thing is really funny in this movie. Like it is. I mean, also the fact that it doesn't make noise helps, but. The the way that they do thing in this movie is really good. Like I was kind of watching, kind of doing the thing that's like, how did they actually do this? But a lot of the time it's like, oh, I'm just actually enjoying what's happening that I kind of stopped. It just, you know, let me, like, I just stopped and just enjoyed what was on screen. Tried, stopped trying to, you know, figure out um, how they ended up doing it. Um, also, Thing is played by Christopher Hart's hand. Yeah, I'm trying to think, why does that name ring a bell? Christopher Hart. Um, I think, okay, looking at his thing, apparently he is just, uh, he's just an actor who does hands because he was oh in God. he was in idle hands as the hand is it in both ends he's in all the adams family movies as thing uh he was a magician in an episode of columbo and he was an angel at as the hands i remember that episode it's a very very Every very... movie or show he's in, he plays a hand that moves and nothing else. And he's 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 no, has known his magic uh his nah his magic performance is best known for his sleight of hand. Yeah, that's amazing. That's great. I, I, I love, love it. it. I love it when actors do that. <laughs> Just incredibly <laughs> specific roles. Um, but yeah, uh, the acting in this movie is really good. Um. And uh, yeah, uh, anything else you want to mention? Uh, nope. All right, uh, death. Yeah, this is fucking good. Just some good wholesome goth macabre shit. Yeah, I uh, definitely not seen this as much as the TV show. I'm way more familiar with that, but this is very good as well. Uh, anything you want to call out? Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about Fester for a bit because like. All right. I do like the framing device of using him to introduce to the family because his whole shtick is when he's introduced, he's just some weird guy who's going undercover pretending to be Fester. And as he's like going along, he's slowly getting more and more deranged and in line with the family and slowly starts gaining acceptance with them too before uh, we get to the end where... Uh, he gets his memory back and turns out, aha, he was Fester all along. Yeah, that that is one thing that I kind of like how they did, how they don't, they don't explicitly come out and say whether or not, oh, it's actually this guy who kind of willed himself to be Fester, or if it actually was Fester. Um, they kind of allude yeah. that it's more the fact that it was actually Fester, but... I, well, I do... stated out right at the end of the movie. Yeah. yeah. He got zapped with lightning and got his memory back. Yeah. 
Yeah, the Bermuda Triangle sent him back in time or something. It's just fucking he got He got stuck in the Bermuda Triangle, then he got uh, caught in some fish, fishing nets and was rescued by uh, Abigail. Is essentially the uh, was the the lie that she told that it just, they just kind of hand wave at the end like yeah no it was it was all true. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the thing you said though is they apparently were originally planning to have him not be fester. It's just that he got so accepted by them at the end that he just kind of st stuck around as fester. Huh. Okay. Also, I, I do appreciate Christopher Lloyd's incredible ability to just shove his head into his body and never show a neck. Yeah. It, 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 he he does a very good fester. Yeah. Fester and a guy who's completely out of his depth for a long time just going, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. 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 Because even before then, he was kind of acting festerish. Yeah. When when he's just the Abigail's son. Um, yeah. He, they, they have him, they, Christopher Lloyd does a really good job of bringing out the Christopher Lloyd at when it is needed and then knowing when to kind of, you know, tone it down a bit. So is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think I'm good for now. All right. Uh, Torpo. It's a really fucking good movie, and I enjoy the hell out of it every time I see it. It's like my fourth or fifth time seeing it, and I still love it every time. It's just, it's it's so, so fun. Uh the family dynamic going on is incredibly enjoyable. Uh, and also, it's aggressively goth. I know, it's great. It It is great! Because it's not like it's portrayed in a negative light or anything. It's all actually done pretty well and pretty fun. Yeah, it is kind of... It, it, it is something that even if you're not a, you know, a fan of goth stuff, it is actually... It is incredibly enjoyable. Like, you it's don't fun. really have to get into it. It's an incredibly fun movie, just the whole way through. Honestly. Yeah. There's also some really good lines in this movie, like, uh, um, like especially Wednesday is really good in this movie. And I'll say it again, like, uh, when there is an issue or the thing where basically they get kicked out of their home and basically Wednesday and Pugsley are selling lemonade, a Girl Scout comes by and the Girl Scout is like, Oh, are these made of actual lemons? It's like, no. Well, yeah. Are, and you have Girl Scout cookies. Are they made of actual Girl Scouts? It, it, the, it's also the line delivery really helps that. But yeah. she's managed. Very, it's delivered very flatly. It's nice. She is. Yeah. Christina Ricci did a really good job of just being incredibly monotone. Yeah. And there, there is like, so I'll go ahead and say. I have not seen, I, I had not seen this movie before we just did this. Uh, I have also not seen its sequel, uh, but the I've sequel. seen a line. I've seen a line from the sequel that is really good because at the end of this movie, they uh, find out that Mark is pregnant. And in the second, in the movie, basically when the baby's being born, I think, is there some, there's something like, they're like, oh, do you know why you're here? And then basically there's a line just like our parents had sex. There's something I just really appreciate about that. <laughs> well, that's, that's the other thing too, is that they're very, they're very open with each other. It's just, it's an extremely healthy family dynamic. Yes. It's, they're very, the parents are very openly affectionate, but not to like such a degree that it's gross or anything. Yeah. It's great. Like, the, like deeply in love. Pug, like Pugsley and Wednesday have a really good dynamic, even though literally throughout the movie, entire movie, they're trying to kill each other. Even though, it, you, you know, with the family, it's, you know, weird. But because, uh, you know, apparently Pugsley's really can totally take an electric chair. But yeah, what they she had him in the electric chair. What's the name of the game? Uh, is there a God? Yeah, something <laughs> yes. like that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, God. it's a good movie. It's, yeah. it's a fun, good movie. Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's just, it's one of those movies that it's like, oh yeah, how's this movie? It's just really good. There's not a whole lot to say about it. It's just, it's really good. Um, So is there anything else you wanted to bring up? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess that for the entire movie, 
despite their, their entire aesthetic and look, uh, the the Adams are never once treated as like the bad guys or negatively at all, and the people who are actually absolutely terrible people do get their comeuppance, and I kind of appreciate that. Yeah, like the very straight laced people are the ones that are demonstrably bad. Well, I believe uh, the original comic was meant to be a satire of the nuclear family, where the you know the father and mother hate each other and can't stand their children, and. So this is the inverse of that. Like, obviously, the nuclear family is very clean cut, very, you know, you know, uh, let's say clean cut. And the Adams family, they're they're weird, they're gross, they're macabre, but they love each other and they give a shit about each other and they want each other in their lives. It's so it's actually it adds to the comedy of of the whole situation. Yeah, uh, it is like. Like I said in the, in the beginning, it is very interesting to see, like, essentially, this is the ideal couple. They are true. They are a true uh, couple uh, Couple goals. Yeah. Because I think we're also making a joke of it's like, oh, this is actually the best. This is the best, like, depiction of a heterosexual couple, period. But that <laughs> one, that actually might be true. And two... Just a couple in general. Well, it, like, it is like generally, I, I would say it is true uh, in part because uh, many times for the sitcoms and whatnot, the husband's an idiot, the woman's an ag, and it's always played like that. There's always this uneven dynamic and sometimes even outright sort of malice between the couple, but very rarely are they just so deeply in love with each other and just on the level too with each other. Also, that is. That is another thing that I just kind of thought of is that Gomez is actually depicted as like incredibly like he's not depicted as like a lot of like even like men of that era were like he is actually very like at least from what I could tell from this like he is very open like or like is is a very good positive masculine example is kind of thinking what I was thinking. At least yeah. from what I could think of. I didn't think of, I couldn't remember anything in particular that was bad. And like, everyone's just, they're like, all of the members of the Adams family are just like, like, not perfect in the sense of like, you know, perfect, but they're like, they're really good models for what they are. Yep, that's, yeah. That's all I got to say. All right. Uh, so my take is, yeah, as I mentioned, this was the first time I ever I, I had ever seen this particular version. I have a passing familiarity with the show. Like I remember watching a little bit and really liking it. Um, but this is the first time I had seen this one. I was incredibly impressed with this. Uh, this was a very very good movie. Um, because I'd heard I'd heard things about this movie. I just had never sat down and watched it. And this movie is really good. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I can particularly say about it. It's just that it it's kind of interesting that the thing that I will say about it that I thought was um, kind of notable to me, at least, is that the pacing, like the the like the pacing of this movie felt not bad, but it kind of felt weird. Like this movie's like an hour and 40 minutes long. Like it kind of felt like. Like, oh, I, it, it was one of those movies that I thought was going to wrap out sooner than it did. But then it kind of made sense why. Because it seems like you have, like, this, you know, passing action, but then it actually, when that occur like, that occurs, it actually doesn't end when I thought it would. But um, that's kind of the main thing that I... Yeah. Uh, I can't really think of anything else other than that. Um, So... I guess with that, uh, kind of move on to our next question. So, Torpo, what were your mm -hmm. thoughts on the setting slash characters of this movie? Uh, <laughs> I mean, other than the things we've yeah. already said. My back popped in a fucking weird way. Um, I, honestly, we, we've mostly covered a lot of it. Like, I, I thought the set, the setting itself is, is pretty standard. It, uh, you, you know, albeit... These people just, for some reason, have this giant mansion on this land in the middle of the fucking suburbs. Yeah. Cursed <laughs> land. Cursed-ass land with a graveyard on it that they made. And a swamp. In a swamp, yeah. It's, it's, it's... 
the characters themselves, though, like we we've kind of gone over the the main ones, uh, but there is also things like uh, like a uh, fuck, what is it? Uh, thing is is very good throughout the entire movie. Like for a character that doesn't talk, uh, they they actually have a, a lot of character and a lot of personality throughout the entire film. Uh, and one of my favorite bits is uh. When Thing is feeling really pressured and trying to say something to Gomez, but is signing way too fast, Gomez even says to him, I can't understand you when you stutter. It, yeah. But, like, even the movie opens up with a shot of Thing running through the house. It's just, just really an enjoyable character the whole time, honestly. For what is essentially just a hand. From a hand model who only plays hands. (laughs) Good at his job. He's damn good at his job. <laughs> I'm just reminded of a uh, fucking what is it, Zoolander, the hand model who had his fucking hands in the jars. Yeah, it's D- David Duchovny. Yeah, that was just made me think of that. But yeah, no. Um. Uh. I mean, otherwise. Uh. I, I will say the villains were very vil- villainous. Like they were pure fucking sleaze trying to rob these people blind and steal their fortune, and. Technically speaking, it worked up until it didn't. Yeah, and just th- these two, these these two working together, uh, one of which was the person posing as uh, Fester. Fester. Fester's mom. Uh, well, like Fester is one of those characters. Like he had character growth over the course of the movie. A realizing who he was, and B just growing and changing as he lived with his family and realizing how fun it was. Uh, so I, I don't quite consider him because he has like significant character growth over the course of the movie, which is actually done really. But, like, his mom and the lawyer both are just absolutely awful people, and you get their comeuppance at the end, uh, basically getting tossed out on their asses and left to dry. And also, the lawyer having his wife stolen by Cousin It, who is just a significantly better person to her, which is also, like, kind of an interesting little thing on its own, in my opinion. Despite Cousin It basically being Captain Caveman. Essentially sentient ball for to talk some chirps and is a lovely person apparently just absolutely charming yeah it's a decent decent uh humanoid vaguely human-esque yeah there's also the grandma who's always is the grandma is she grandma yep, it's grandma just... yeah granny granny grandma. granny yeah grandma. she's just granny. always around helping making noise being kind of great actually just being a fucking mess in the background and everyone just accepts Apparently the food she makes is delicious, though. Yeah. Might not look it, but apparently it is. Appearances aren't everything. Yes. Which is a very... It's basically the entire point of this movie. Yeah. Well, this franchise. The Adams Family, actually, yeah. I think that's that's most of what I had to say, honestly. Like, I can't really think much off the top of my head. Oh, right. Actually, I will say, I, I did appreciate one, one dumb joke, is that when they got booted out of their house... Morticia was trying her best to find to get a job to care of the for the family. It's just you got Gomez actually playing like the stereotypical dad from fucking every goddamn uh, sitcom. Yeah, watching TV, vegging out in the chair. I think he's even wearing a white beater. Yeah, let's go for a drive, honey. And Miss Gilligan, no. Yeah. <laughs> also, apparently, spending his time just really annoying that one talk show lady who is talking Sally. about what's wait was that actually like uh that was sally jesse Raphael? huh hmm it would she she was an actual like one of those shows right yeah that was thinking... that was her actual talk show it was just huh. called sally oh right yeah oh yeah because she's credited also looked at her imdb uh this is one of her top things but uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, that is all you had to say. Yeah, that's that's all I had to say. All right, Death. Yeah, I kind of don't really have much to say either because I already said my bit on the whole Fester story arc. All right. Uh, uh, I do think that they some of the characters didn't get a lot of screen time, like Grandmama and Lurch. And yeah, Lurch could have just... definitely used some more screen time honestly yeah i think lurch we kind of kind of glossed over lurch which 
That's actually one of the things that I thought is that when I first watched this, that I felt like Lurch didn't look right. Like, wow. I'm so used to, like, the TV show Lurch that it probably is the fact that he's in color is actually probably yeah. the part of the problem. Yeah, the problem with that. It's funny because he's actually played by, like, a very prolific sort of... That was Carol Strucken, who is best known... For playing the giant in Twin Peaks. Yeah, he, he did a really good job too. But, it, you know, it's... Also, apparently Lurch likes to listen to rap in the car. That was another Which is thing. great, and I love it. Um, speaking of oh, rap. Yeah, yeah uh, circle back to your first question. Uh, the This movie's rendition of the theme song. Yeah, uh, done by MC Hammer. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. I hated Great. it so much. Beautiful and perfect. Don't you speak ill of it. It was fucking awful. Apparently, FC Hammer did a whole, like, or maybe it's just that they featured it in the movie, but yeah, he is credited with quite a few things. Uh huh. But oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Anything else to say to you? No. All right. Uh, Axe. Oh, my God. I mean, we, we could start with this, like, going back over. Uh, a couple things, but um, just uh, Morticia and Gomez are just the perfect couple. They're, they're just so fucking great to watch. And uh, Julia and and uh, Huston both have just fantastic chemistry together uh, in every single scene. Every scene that they're in together is just fucking great. Um, and then you have Christopher Lloyd as Fester Adams just being this most Christopher Lloydy. Like, I don't think he was very subdued. I think he was. I think he was as as out there as he 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 usually is. Um, like you said, sucking his head in so that he no longer has a neck, and just sort of making bizarre ass faces and noises. It's it's just it's prime Christopher Lloyd. And then you've got Christina Ricci as Wednesday Adams, and she just completely nails the role, being this just. We weirdly monotone and yet still very like um feeling kind of character like she's she's very clearly the more in charge of the two children but she's also very vulnerable as you can see when she escapes the house and hides in the in the uh, mausoleum um i don't think pugsley adams got as much uh to work with as wednesday did Pugs pugsley didn't really get too many lines and that was jimmy workman uh playing pugsley and i thought it was a little bit of a shame because wednesday, wednesday definitely gets more lines and more screen time uh whereas pugsley is just kind of more of her uh i guess you could say her foil yeah, but he doesn't clipped his characterization from like tv show and comics where he's like an evil here he's just some kid yeah he's oh, just sort of bum he, yeah he's a bumbler and it's, yeah. it's kind of disappointing. And it is a shame to see Lurch not get as much screen time either uh, as the rest of the cast. Um, thing, definitely funny. And I, I agree with Torpid, that scene where uh, he's like, I don't, I can't understand you when you stutter is still hilarious. Um, yeah, so he ends up doing fucking Morse code to get out the message. I forgot yeah. to mention. Yeah, grabs, grabs a pen and starts tapping out Morse code. Um. Dan Hedaya, as Tully mentioned him, uh, perfect. Just just perfect as a sleazy, trashy lawyer. Dan Hedaya... Feel the had, grease coming off of him. Dan Hedaya is so good at being that character. Like, he's... he's you know what he is? He's the guy that you go, that's the guy. Like, you, you, you see his face and you recognize him. You don't yeah. know him, but you recognize his face. He is in a lot of stuff, but also he is the character that you see on screen for a second and you know exactly what kind of character that guy's going to be. Exactly. I can't think of a single thing that he's been in uh, as I'm scrolling through and seeing a lot of stuff that I've not seen him in. So that actually that might be wrong. Um, but essentially, yeah, he is always playing that kind of character. Like even literally, in... literally the first thing he does is try to set up an account for the Adamses in his fucking name. With their money, yeah, he's just great. I was gonna say, oh, he was because yeah, because he was also like we've seen him in something else, 
Um, we saw him like he was in Commando. I'm trying to remember what he was in Commando, though. I think he was. He wasn't. I think he might actually be that dictator. Yeah, he was actually. Now I think about it, he was the dictator that they kill at the end with the mansion. Um, but yeah, he's playing that guy, and he does such a good job of it. Um, but uh, yep. So yeah, that's definitely Dan Hidayo. Yeah. So like, just every every character is played absolutely to perfection by each cast member, and they all. They all just work together so so well. Even the, even the villains work really well with the main cast, and just it's it's so enjoyable to watch. Yeah, and like also should be pointed out to uh, Abigail, uh, played by Elizabeth Wilson, uh, which uh, I mean she did a really good job, and she's kind of I mean she her name might not be that big, but when you realize like what her most famous role is she's mrs robinson the graduate like just that iconic role of being you know i guess almost kind of the villain of that movie in a way it's kind of really weird way to put it though um but yeah um every it's just amazing how good every actor did in this yeah just it's just enjoyable from start to finish and you know I would say I would say I think Roll Julia steals a lot of the scenes. Uh any scene that he's in, he is basically stealing it. Uh but um yeah. Look, no, the man uh, is a master it, of ham. It, yeah. And also uh the thing that I will like say about about that that I actually think is even more of a props to Julia is the fact that he can definitely steal a scene, um, but he knows when to give the mic off and let yeah. someone else act too. Which I like felt the, is really worth mentioning. Like the Mamushka scene. The Mamushka, yes. Such a good fucking goddamn scene. I love that scene so much. But like he's he's obviously hamming it up really hard, and then he pulls he pulls Lloyd in, and Lloyd just becomes a part of the scene as well. And the two of them just bounce off each other, and it works so well. Basically, any scene with him with him working with Angela Houston or yeah, Angelica Houston also really good. Oh yeah. Like the moment he he goes into one of his uh, love fugues, just the moment he's he's just you see him sort of go wistful. It's you know you're gonna laugh because he's yeah. just so damn good at it. Yes, like when he and both he and Morticia get really horny when Morticia's really on that uh wheel at the end. Oh God, I'm here. Maybe later. <laughs> oh yes, no, and her her rejoinders every time he's he's mentioning a thing, and she just goes maybe later, like mistaking his 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 listing random stuff happening as foreplay is the best. It's really it's so good. it's so good. That's all the scene of them in the graveyard reminiscing about how they met. Him. Yeah, the film as a suspected murderer of the person. Can we, can we take a second to talk about that gross, musty graveyard couch? I just want to mention it. It's, it's a good disgusting couch. couch they had in the fucking graveyard just sitting there. Sometimes you need a couch. It's so gross, though. It's a graveyard it's couch. What do you want? What do you want it to be? You know. Look, I mean, it's a it's a couch. It's in outside, and it's meant to be outside. So if it rains, you just kind of let it dry out there. It's not like it's going to be a reproduction of Coco Chanel's. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it is also in a graveyard, which I'm pretty sure gonna stank. Yeah, exactly. Graveyard, graveyards are also, also on a swamp. So speaking of the graveyard and how they had a statue dedicated to everyone died, goddamn, some of them statues have fat asses. I mean, yeah, have you, you seen... Got, they got the booty. Seen, have you seen statues? Because yeah, statues, statues, statues be thick, yo. They're they very thick. The, the big, dummy, thick booty. Yeah. Fucking dummy, thick statues. What the hell? With three C's. Yeah. Oh my god. So thick they had to add another. But that's that's all I, I've got. Alright. Um so yeah, uh my thoughts and characters. Like I had passing resemblance with the or like passing familiarity with the T V show. And yeah, I really like like kind of as pretty much all of us have gone over. Really like the characterization and this this is a really good rendition of the characters. Um 
no one really was bad. Like even like the one time villains were still pretty good. Um, maybe not super deep, but they're still pretty good. Yeah, like it's also the problem that would you recognize one of the actors from something extremely specific, uh, like the judge, um, who, by the way, uh, look forward to getting disbarred the moment that this thing's over because there is no way that this that case was not in conflict of interest. Um, but yeah, just I I recognize that judge as someone who was in an episode of Murder She Wrote. Also in something else that was specific that I forgot what it was, but yeah. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, all the characters in this thing were really good. Oh yeah, well, he was also in Maud. He was the neighbor. Um, but nonetheless, uh, all the characters are really good. Um, so, Axe, you mentioned that you were kind of familiar with the TV show, I think? No, I'm actually probably the only one who hasn't seen the TV show. That would oh, be... Okay. Uh, I think that was death, actually. All right. Um, so, well, I'll still ask you this anyway. Um, how do you feel about this? Like, if have you like compared to any other M's family thing? I mean, I got to be honest. I really haven't seen any of the other Adams family stuff, or even uh, all. All I know is the games and the t- the the movie. So um, how do you, how is this compared to the games? Better. Better, like a thousand times better. My God, so much yeah. better. Like, All right. uh, yeah, this series. Well, this series really, really did not get good treatment with the games. With the only exception being, uh, this movie in particular got a really good pinball table, but that's about it. Yeah, it's an unfortunate use of the 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 property. Especially given that you know the movie, the movie is really good. You'd think they'd also get a good game, off of it, but sadly, no, we don't. Nope. But nope. as as far as this property is concerned, I love the crap out of it. I think it's fantastic, and it's a shame that we we couldn't get more. Uh, well, there's the sequel. There's the yep. sequel, yeah. But I mean, beyond that, you know, it's just a shame that we couldn't. With, yep. What with Julia's passing? Yeah, we all. we can't yeah. really get more Julia. Yeah. Um. So, uh, DM, what are your thoughts? So, I've seen the besides this one, I've seen the sequel, I've seen the original series, and I've seen some of the uh, remake series from the uh, end of the nineties. Never seen any of the animated stuff or the reunion movie. Um. Compared to the second movie, I think the second movie's better. That had a bit more memorable uh, plots and a memorable villain. And uh, compared to the TV series, I yeah, I like the, the TV series a lot because that's a very good show that holds up well into present day. All right. Um, okay. Uh, Torbo. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't have much. Okay. Well, no, I have vague recollections of other, like, Adam's Family stuff, but I'd be lying if I said I could remember any of it. Oh, okay. I vaguely remember the cartoon, because I know there was yeah, a like, cartoon. Yeah, like, I know I saw did. stuff in the past, but I was also a kid, and none of that stuck. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, I just figured if anyone knew, I, I was just kind of curious about that, because um, I I remember watching a little bit of the TV show. Also, I do kind of remember watching their cartoon and remembering, oh, yeah, I remember Gomez being really good. I was looking up to see who uh, portrayed him. It it was John Astin again. So it's the same person who did it in the 60s show. So that's why I I personally, Julie did a fantastic job. I still, Gomez is still John Astin to me, but Julia's work is still pretty good. And everyone else, I... Did like this did a fantastic job of kind of portraying the characters. I don't I don't even know if I really have a reference, so to speak. Um, I just the only like the even my thing with Gomez being giant. It's just who I imagine it, but Julia does it all like a incredible Gomez as well. So yeah, that's kind of my thought uh, on 
you know, the adaptations. This is a really good version of the Adams family. And I, I think we've kind of started to uh, talk. Uh, we've, I mean, we've, I think we've probably, probably set our piece on this. So I think we're pretty much ready to rank unless anyone, anything, anyone else had anything else they wanted to mention. Nope. Royal uh, Julia is the David Suchet of Gomez's. Yeah, I can definitely see that. That's a poor, that's a par reference for those who yes. are not initiated. <laughs> yeah, it was completely lost on me. Uh, David Suchet David... is the quintessential uh, Hercule Poirot. Yes, and the no Her... one else can be him. Yes, the uh, of from the Agatha Christie's, which man, See, this is all just fucking white noise to me. Which, man, if, if there there are Poirot games, we could do some of those. I kind of want to do that, but that's... there there are there are there are, but that's also. That's for another day. Uh, I did actually think of something that I wanted to bring up that I kind of forgot because I was watching this movie and there was something about it. I was like, man, this this has a feeling to it. And I was wondering, like, what what is making me have this feeling? Uh, then I looked at the director of this movie, uh, Barry Sonnenfeld. Uh, that was not a name that I had immediately uh, come up. Like, it's not something that I have in like my bank of like association. Uh, then I looked what they did done. Uh, and it immediately made sense. They're the person who did Men in Black. There you uh, go. Let's see, Men in Black, also the producer of Wild Wild West. But uh, for better, for worse, Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because when I when I saw Men in, I I just saw director Men in Black. Yep, that's it. There's something about it that just reminds me of that the feeling of that. Um, well, I actually might say that this is better than Men in Black, which is not that hard. It is. Um, but yes, I think that we are good to go on ranking this. So um, we are going to rank this with our 1 to 21 scale, uh, with 1 being absolute mastercraft and 21 being complete garbage, not even unironically fun to watch or ironically fun to watch. Nonetheless, uh, Axe, is there a number that you have in mind for this? I do. And I don't know if you all agree with me on this, but I'm going to say it's a 1. There's absolutely nothing I can I can say that's really negative about this film. All right. I would agree with that. I would also gonna, say one. You're also going to say one? Yeah. Torpo. Yeah, I got no point in fighting this. Uh, well, so, well, just for the sake of playing along, what would you I think say? two or one would be fine with me. Two or one? Uh, that was higher than I was going to probably go. But then again, I was thinking, like, because it's like, Man, I really don't have any excuse to put this anything like, I would say like absolute, because if I'm looking at this, I'm like, let's see, at four, we have Jaws, Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, Street Fighter 2 anime movie. I would definitely watch this over any of those. Mm -hmm. And then we also got stuff like at three, Dirty Pair Project Eden, Ghost in the Shell, uh, Bugs Bunny Roadrunner movie, and The Road to El Dorado. I kind of would rather watch this over most of those. Um, so then we have two. Which is Aliens, Commando, and Pet Labor of the early days, or Pet Labor, the early days. Um, I could definitely see this being on the same level as Commando and Aliens, uh, if anything. Um, but since we're one, let's see, because we have two ones at the moment. We have Die Hard and we have Redline. Um, um, in if honestly, if you said that, like, if you wanted to put this at the same level of Die Hard and Redline. I actually wouldn't be that against it. It's just I was it was kind of I was kind of thinking more in like the two or three range, but really Yeah, I, I think two more personally now you've mentioned it, but um I I could actually because I'm trying to think. It's one of those it's like when it's right in between that you're trying to think, does it roll up or does it roll down? And if well, I'm I mean, trying to... I, the way I look at it is it's like there, there aren't any, there isn't, aren't any real scenes that are throwaway. So, like the pacing is is actually pretty good. Uh, the story is pretty good. The characters, all we we all agree, the characters were all done just fantastically. I, I, I can't see this being any. I can't like it's nothing, not no shame in being a two, but personally, I, I feel this this fits all the criteria of being a one. Yeah, because the thing I'm thinking about it is because it's like. Because it's more the thing I'm like, I'm thinking, what makes it a two or a one? And really, because this movie is still really funny. It's still 
like it hits all the right notes that the portrayals are so good in this that I'm trying to think because the the description that we have for one is um let me get the description. Let's see. Pinnacle Mastercraft. Extraordinarily high quality that serves as a pinnacle of its genre. Um there's something about it that I'm thinking. So I'm thinking I'm not thinking of this movie as like a horror movie. I'm thinking of it as a comedy movie, which is what it is. It yeah. is. Yeah, it's a comedy with some horror elements yeah. to it. So I'm trying to think in the mindset of not just thinking of this, because a lot of these we kind of think of these as kind of it's monolithic thing of like as a movie of itself. But I'm thinking in the vein of comedy movies, what would be one? Because it's like Die Hard. It's act like it's one of the best action movies that ever existed. Thinking of Redline, it's also technically an action movie, but it's like it is the best, one of the best like race movies that's ever existed. Um, to be fair, this is more like a sort of yeah. And then this movie, like thinking comedy, like I'm trying to think of like what comedies would I put above this, and I am very hard pressed to find anything unless it, you want to talk like a marx brothers flick i mean yes there's stuff like that like i'm like sure I, there are there are definitely movies that are yeah. probably above that I but I, i'm pretty i i don't think there are marx brothers games the thing that i was thinking of there are monty python games but that it's based on holy grail and i can guarantee you holy grail's not getting a one just out of spite um <laughs> god that movie's quoted so way too goddamn much um because that's the thing it's like i really can't think of because if it's the pinnacle of the genre i kind of feel we need like if there is a one i think this might be it um because i can't really think of any like specifically comedy thing that we would cover here like I said before, if we did a sequel, I would put that over this one, but if not, then yeah, put this as number one. Because this is just a really enjoyable movie. I can't really... Because I can think of flaws for, like, Aliens. Aliens is a really long movie. Yeah. Uh, Commando... I mean, I personally really like Commando, but it's also kind of a... It's a very schlocky kind of thing. Whereas this, it's just... It's funny. It's smart. It's not exactly super dense with it's like super deep, but it it's really nice. I kind of feel like this is a one. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I think that's what we're going to put it as. And maybe later um I kind of have an idea because if we ever do invalidations it's going to be a little bit different than how we do the games, but uh I kind of feel for now that we should put this as one and then maybe, maybe someday we might take a look at it again. It might get knocked down, but I feel for right now what we got. I feel like that's a one. Yep. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Baron Sonnenfield. There. Uh, this was a theatrical movie. Uh, it is a comedy. Not a crime. Oh, is this the one that I forgot to put a thing in there? Yes, it was. Uh-oh. Yeah, we don't have a comedy category. <laughs> oh, no. Just, just put in spooky for now. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, nope. I take it back. We do. Okay. It's CMDY. Today is safe. I just saw it. Where did it go? Um, Let's see. And this I, tone, I guess you could call spooky. I mean, it's kind of. Me. Yeah. It's that weird. It's that weird macabre kind of thing that it's not like scary but it's like it's that it's like dark stalkers kind of it's technically kind of going for a horror thing but it's not spooky the elements of horror yeah it's like it's like army horror of darkness theme. army of darkness is very much a comedy movie but with horror elements and i and i don't want to cop out and just say that's based on license um i think with the tones that i have i think spooky's actually the only thing i really it's it though. Yeah. They wouldn't call it cartoony. And it's not whimsical. I mean it's whimsical, but not in that sense. Yeah, I think we're gonna for lack of a better tone, we're gonna call it spook hands. I find you. 
you know what? I'm just going to do this and this. Um, and yeah, there's not really a need for any content warning. There is a scene in which there, there's like fake dismemberment, but it's like, I don't I know if once I'm again gonna... the depiction of the electric chair, but yeah. Yeah, I don't, but I don't think that that's off, that's off screen though. I yeah. Think. I know, it's just something to be aware of. You know what? I better err on the side of caution. Although, actually, did I... There was something I thought that we actually missed. Yeah, because... Yeah, because yeah, there was the Romeo and Juliet... No, not... Yeah, it was Romeo and Juliet. They were reenacting the sword fights. Oh, yeah, with the, the squibs and all, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just spraying it. There was a splash zone on that shit. That scene was great. It yeah. was really good. Yep. Um. So, is there anything we want to call out in music? Charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art. Uh, music gets a plus for that theme song. Hell yeah, MC Hammer. No, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I will yes, fucking, fucking dare. I will hunt you down and kick your ass, Lolo, if you do that, because that song sucked ass. There, I found I found an I found an alternative. That song was fucking awful. How dare you? I'll put, I'll put the hammer in the music. <laughs> that's what makes the music because there is no really poofy pants emoji unfortunately this song fucking Aww. was awful um i i know so i preemptively put a plus or a thumbs up in the charm yeah charm's yeah. good um i thought the cinematography is good in this yeah i can give it that um let's see storytelling yeah thumbs up yeah yeah sure um Action, it's that's not really for this. No, nah, it's yeah. not an action film. Let's see art. Yes. The the, the shit. costumes and the sets were fucking yeah. fantastic. Actually, that is a really good looking fester. That actually, now that I think about the costuming for like the characters, that yeah, that actually, and also just like the mansion itself is also really done well. So I can give that a thumbs up. Uh, let's see, yeah or nay? Made with abundant love. Yeah, uh, just on yeah. the acting, I think alone would deserve it. Because, yeah, that, that was acted to perfection. Um, but, yeah, uh, any, like, nays, I can't really think of any. No. No. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's going to be it for the Adams family. Yeah. Nice. So, there we go. We have a, a new number one to serve as a anchor point i guess so yeah uh there is uh that so uh before we move on to our next thing uh x is there anything you want to plug uh yes all october i run a horror movie festival called uh the night terror fest and we watch a horror movie every single night and that's currently going on uh today we just watched midsummer before uh, doing the the podcast uh I'll give you the link uh, afterwards. Right. And then uh, I also have my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Axe Okay. Uh, DM. Yes, I also stream uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays on twitch.tv slash deathmaster780. And All right. Also, yep. Go ahead. Since you brought up, I brought up my, I have my own uh, movie night thing that I run on Saturdays, like 10 p.m. EST on my Discord. Okay. Um, Torpo. Uh, fucking twitch.tv slash torpotypist and not torpotypist on Twitter. And I, I have been too lazy to come up with a quip today. I want to plug a hole in my logic, I guess. All right. Well, as much fun as we had here with the Adams family, I kind of already know that next week's episode's going to be a doozy. Um, next week we're talking about the Doom movie, <laughs> which I already know. I have not seen it. I know about the scene, but that's about it. <laughs> Only thing anyone talks about. Yeah. Only good fucking that part movie. of the whole movie. I, I look forward to being incredibly disappointed. I've referenced my favorite bit of it in the past, but. Yeah. I saw it in theaters, Lolo, so you could never possibly truly feel the disappointment that I felt. 
Right. See, thankfully, I didn't, but I have seen it. This will be my third time seeing it. Fantastic! <laughs> As I reach over... Oh, wait, that... The hell? Why don't my turtle things here? Never mind. Um, nonetheless, uh, that'll be it for the four to do. Look forward to an air quote. At least we have Bloodlust or Vampire D Bloodlust after that, so... That movie's fucking great. Uh, so yeah, that'll do it for this episode. So, thank you all for listening. Later. Bye. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta List tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ldp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodapuzzlo at 7.30 p.m. on Fridays, 2.30 p.m. on Saturdays, and 1 p.m. on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by go going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.